This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following show may contain adult themes not suitable for children. Shut the hell up. Club 1080 with Isaac and Souk. Mmm, it does go well with a chicken. How and why are you drunk at 6 o'clock? Well, the how's pretty self-explanatory, and the why is because I thought we were leaving at 6 a.m. tomorrow. Ergo, Latin, plenty of time to sleep it off. Saw some big news, Buckley. Big news, celebrity news. Well, they're not really celebrities, but uh, my wife, she's gonna. I'm gonna tell her this when I go home tonight. She's gonna be like, "Oh my god, what? What do you got? Tom and Ariana split." Yep, Tom and Ariana. Tom Sandoval from Vanderpump Rules. Oh, so I don't know who Tom Sandoval is. I have heard of Vanderpump Rules. Oh, he is a classic douche. Okay. I mean next level douche. Uh more or less douchey than that Chrisley guy. Than who? That uh that oh, Chrisley goes Chrisley knows best. Knows be- Isn't he in prison right now? I think now? they are going to prison. Yeah, this is a different kind of douche. Different douchey. Okay. Yeah. Chrisley is more of a dad douche. Okay. This is a bro douche. Okay. L.A. Their whole they thing split. is they, they run a restaurant, right? Yeah. they think. Uh, well, he used to be like a bartender for that rich lady, and now he does his own restaurant. Gotcha. But okay. he and Ariana. So we wa- I, I got to tell you, I get into it. It ropes me in. Does your <laughs> wife watch a show that you wouldn't normally watch? Well, I yeah, can't yeah. even say that. Uh, well, I watch it on my own now. Well, so, yeah, for the like right now that is uh, the reality show Love is Blind. Oh. Did you guys give, give that a whirl? I don't have. I don't. It's I don't on know Netflix. Okay. The premise is basically that these total strangers meet and interview each other without ever seeing each other. They're in rooms where they can hear each other and talk, and they only get to see each other if they propose and accept the proposal. So it's whoa. It's basically people saying yes, I'm willing to marry this person sight unseen, and then figuring out if they can actually go through with it. That that's the one and that that's I watch real? with my wife. Yes, like they really do that. Yep. I see uh, Alex Murdoch's mugshot from uh-huh. prison. Did you see that? I didn't see the mugshot. I just saw that he was sentenced to life in prison today. Yeah, he got well. He got consecutive life sentences. Consecutive. That's right. But uh, he's bald now. They shaved his head. Oh, because in court the other day he had hair. Yeah, he did. You think that guy's going to get whacked in prison? Um, 
I don't know. I mean, I, ne I never know, like, what kind of protection they'll have him under or whatever. Because it does seem like for years, like, the police have been helping out this family. Yeah. So, like, if that extends into the prison system, then maybe he's protected. But I don't know. Yeah, he probably has some connections in the prison system. But but then know. again, he's burned so many people now at this point. Who knows? You ever watch Mayor at Kingstown? Uh, no, I've heard it's good. It is good. So I like Jeremy Renner. Renner. They that it that's what this is. Uh, that show is about that idea of, of oh, uh, okay of how the prison, uh, you know, the prison relationship in the hierarchy with the outside world and how it's all run. And interesting. What it yeah, it's pretty. It is pretty interesting. I, I don't would, know if I it's would really like shot. that, but yeah. Uh, yeah. Wow, that guy. What a creep. I need to watch the HBO documentary on that because I heard it's good and I haven't given that one a whirl yet. I might cue that up tonight. I don't know why I'm fascinated by the Murdoch trial. I, I think that, you know, it, it almost feels like it comes off of like a movie script with the whole how deep-seated like the family's influence was, at, at them as like, you know, the power brokers in the county and like kind of getting away with whatever they felt like. It's It, it has a very salacious fictional feel to it even though it's real, very much real life. Yeah. By the way, Tom had been stooping Raquel. How about that, you guys? Raquel? She's on the show, too. I mean, nobody oh, knows. Oh, okay. Look, nobody knows what I'm talking about here. But, well, some uh, some people must. It's a revelation for me here. Raquel, she used to be with that other douche, James. Well, anyway, a little celebrity news. I've got some TV talk coming up, but uh, up next, let's let's put together our list. I've, I saw uh, the top ten best and worst places to live in the world, and you will not find... A U.S. city on either list, which is interesting. That is interesting. <clears throat> but I have my uh, three cities. So, so the question is, if you know, Souk's in New Orleans, and uh, we got to talking with Joey there, and we talked a little bit about it earlier. You only get three U.S. cities to ever visit again. What are your cities? Uh, we'll get to that next. Six sixteen on the fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Well, we're all, oh, by the way, the Blazers are down 23, so things are looking good there. They suck. I faded them again tonight. <laughs> what was the spread? Eight? Blazers, Hawks. Eight? Yeah, I, I bet uh, I bet Hawks minus four and a half in the first half. That has already hit, and I'm also on Hawks minus eight. Wow, you don't have much faith in your uh, hometown Zers, do you? What have they shown us recently to give us any? <laughs> well, they are terrible. That's Dame's going for 71. <clears throat> and even then, that was against Houston. Yep. Um, yeah, we're all travelers around here. Buck likes to travel. He's been a lot of places. He's loves a world travel. traveler. Souk loves it. I love it. Souk right now in New Orleans. You know, the days of uh, traveling and, and um, you know, putting together a vacation where, you know, it's like just jam-packed agenda. It's kind of changing a little bit. I, I think a lot of people are now wanting to relax a little bit more on their vacations and just kind of see where, you know, a day or here, a day or two here or there goes, you know? I think it depends on the personality of the person planning it, but it does definitely feel like there has been a shift in like vacationing priority for society where it's not just about making sure you see all the things it's about meals and places and uh and and i don't mean i don't mean places like structures i mean vibes and atmospheres and and things that you can do in those places and relaxing yes enjoying yourself they're not just hoofing it around to see some stuff exactly I don't push myself on vacation. Uh, the other way around. Nor should you. I may I may do less than you think on vacation. I just be like today. You know what? I'm just gonna sit down by the pool or something. I don't know. I, I think that's a fun way to go, and that's what uh, that's what Suk's doing down there in New Orleans. And his wife was down there, her girlfriend, and she was working. And so he's like, yeah, "I'll come meet you." They didn't have any agenda or anything. That's a fun way to go. Now uh, that leads to the question, which we talked about with Joey, and I think we have yours already because it was on some mug somewhere. Yeah, we got a we got a magnet from our honeymoon that said there are three cities in America: New York City, San Francisco, and New Orleans. Everywhere else is Cleveland. Yeah, which is a little snobby about those three cities. Very snobby and cocky. But uh, in general, if I had to pick, like you said before, I don't think you can leave New York off. I just it has to be on that list. Sure. I, I would have to have a West Coast city. San Francisco is my native one. I don't go back very often, so it would be a special place to continue to go back to. And, now, do you uh, like San Francisco as a guy who grew up in San Francisco? Yeah, I love San Francisco. You do? Love San Francisco. Yeah, I think that I think all the different neighborhoods really have different vibes to them, which I, I like. You can you can tell that like the Mission feels different than the Marina feels different than North Beach feels different than you know the Richmond or the Sunset or something like that. Oh, okay. I like that. I mean, it's, well, a, it's a little bit like New York is that way. Certain neighborhoods have a certain feel to them. What do they call that area Pebble Beach is in? What's that? Oh, like... Uh, the Monterey Peninsula? Yeah, the Monterey Peninsula. Dude, and look, I'm, I am guilty of being bougie. That area is heaven. It's amazing. It's heaven. Yeah. Now, you're going to pay an arm and a uh, leg, and uh, it's ritzy, and yeah, I mean, it's just... But oh my God, with the golf courses and the views and the beaches and the little town and the and the climate is so like perfectly mild, and yeah, te- and temperate. It's never too hot. It's never too cold. Yeah, exactly. That's it's tough to beat that. Outside of that, I got to tell you, San Francisco doesn't do a lot for me. Okay, I mean it's good. Been there many times. 
but uh, I don't know. It's not going to make my list. Okay. Bruiser. So who's your third then, New Orleans? You're going with New Orleans. I think I might. The old, Now, the text line was in with this, and it feels like a little bit of a cheat code. <clears throat> I'd be tempted to take a Hawaiian city, but I feel like that's a little oh. bit like, yeah. you know, I mean, in this, it's not really in the spirit of this game. I you're don't landlocked. Yeah. No, you could choose. I mean, what other city besides? Well, would you choose like? Um, I, I don't know. Like you know, you wouldn't choose Honolulu because Honolulu. I would not choose Honolulu. No, yeah, I would choose another smaller. Like I'd choose like I don't know, Kanapali or something like that. Okay. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not going to Hawaii. I like Hawaii, but yeah, I mean it's too far out there. Uh huh. I locked. I, I yeah, generally agree. But then again, it probably takes me as long to get to Hawaii as it does to New Orleans. Well, maybe so from here. Because you'd have to go through either like Atlanta or Nashville or Houston or something. Well, you can fly direct to Hawaii from here, can't you? Yeah, and you can't can't to New Orleans, I don't think, without paying like a ton of money. Well, I'm going New York City, San Diego, and Vegas. Those are excellent choices. That's what I'm doing. San Diego because it still has, I mean, we, we just got off the topic of weather. It has maybe the most perfect weather in the country. Can't not do it. And you mentioned the golf. Yep. So it's going to be nice weather almost year-round. You've got golf. You have pro sports, but there's enough of a small city, small yeah. big city feel where yeah. it's not. That's it's what still, I love about it. It's clean and well, you have good food there. It's not that clean. Well, But I, we've spent a lot of time there, and I'll tell you, it does have a very small feel. Like, the L.A. is too big for me. I don't like L.A. I don't either. It's Everything's too far apart, and none of yeah. it really has any character, and everyone there's a transplant. Yeah, which I don't, I don't, you know, it's not a big deal. That they're all competing with but one like, another. Yeah, I've, I've never. San Diego's more beachy, like laid back, bud. Yeah, LA's more like keep up with the Joneses. And personally, like, I don't think, I don't think of I, Vegas wouldn't have even been under consideration for me until you realize that you kind of are getting, you know, depending on where you go, you could be getting twenty different cities because you can go have right. a, a Paris experience, or you could go have a, you know, like you know, Mandalay Bay. Type, I mean, there's. There's so many different themes in Vegas, it would be like selecting a bunch of different locations almost. Now, a lot of it's fake. Sure. But, I don't know. Tons You're of right. stuff to do. Vegas, tons of food. Vegas can be whatever you want it to be. Yeah. A lot of good golf. Um, did I mention golf? No, I'm trying to think of what other cities I would put on my list. Like, like, here's somebody who says they're in Palm Springs. Ooh, that's a good one. Dude, Palm Springs is great. Very underrated smaller city. Now it used to be a little t- too slow, mm-hmm. but it's now it's it's kind of popping a little bit mm-hmm. down there. Uh, Vegas. Uh, what was I going to tell you about Vegas? There was something else. I can't remember. Vegas is great. What about Napa. Never been. Oh, believe it or not, never been. If you, uh, yeah, that that could be just about perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You got a. You Isn't ri- it kind of slow and sleepy? A little bit, but it's like there's there's outdoor stuff to do. There are rivers, there's hikes, there's you know, obviously you have all, nah, all the get wine. That up here. Yeah. All right, well, we've settled that. Best and worst places to live in the world. CNBC put this out. And the US is not on either list, interestingly enough. But they have an overall rating based on stability, healthcare, culture and environment, education, and infrastructure. Yeah, key things, of course. Uh, number one on the list, best place to live in the world is Vienna, Austria. Huh. Yeah. Have you ever been to Vienna? I haven't. My wife has and my brother has. I've heard it's great. I've heard it's outstanding. Uh, Vienna, Copenhagen. I lived in Copenhagen for three months. Did you? Yep. I did a study abroad program my senior year of college, uh, summer between my senior year yeah. and my victory lap. 
Ah, the ladies in Denmark. Lovely. <laughs> All tall and blonde. Yeah. So did you like it there? I loved it there. That I I thought it was um so Copenhagen is super expensive, uh, as are most of the Scandinavian uh, countries. But it was a good place to kind of have as like my home base while I was there because there wasn't so much going on that I was like getting into stuff every day. Like I always, it was the good like hub city for me to be located in, and then I would take train trips to mm. Germany or Amsterdam or Sweden. So is it kind of slow up there in the Scandies? A little bit, a little, a little slow. bit slow. Yeah, yeah. Okay. and people just have. Mm. Uh, there's this emphasis on not doing too much and ha- happiness and, and yeah. like putting that above everything else. And so, yeah, a very... Uh, and so that can create maybe like, as an American, you're not really used to that. And you're like, oh, it's it's like, like I said, slower. Yeah, I, there's but not them, the same like urgency to get stuff done. And people are just in the moment a little bit more. Uh, see, was, I think that would kind of bother cool. me. It was very cool vibe. Okay. Uh, Zurich, Switzerland third, Calgary and Vancouver, Canada, fourth and fifth. So okay. th- three Canadian cities in the top ten best huh. places to live. Uh, Calgary, Vancouver, and then Toronto is eighth. Uh, worst place to live in the world. Man. Yeah, I mean, it's just, they're all, it's all. They, I, I mean, are they all just like it's third Africa, world war zones? It's like, Middle East and Africa. Okay. It's just, uh, you've got Damascus, Syria. Okay. Followed by Tehran, Iran. Mm-hmm. Followed by... Douala, Cameroon. Okay. You've got Zimbabwe, Bangladesh, Pakistan, Libya, Nigeria, Syria. I mean, come on. Could you live in Tehran, Iran? I don't think so. I mean... What if I paid you a million dollars? I think we went down this road. Um, yeah, probably. I mean, for yeah. how long? A milli? For how, for how long? Two years. Uh, yeah, I mean, if I could... If I believed that I could... <laughs> Like, stay safe? Then, yeah, I would do that. But I wouldn't want to, but I would. Now, if you were going to move anywhere in the world, Mm. where would you move to? Man. What city is ideal? That's a tough, tough call. Um, You can't say Salina, Kansas. Damn it. Already already enough people there. Okay. What's the population there, roughly? No, 50,000 maybe. Okay, that's about the size of the town I grew up in. Um, Blazers only down twenty one. Ooh, hey, man, I I don't know. I would have to, I'd have to commit. More would you time stay to... stateside, or would you go? Uh, well, I mean, Euro? almost everything is predicated on like where you can get work, right? Or like it d- doesn't have to be, but I feel like I guess you could figure it out anywhere. But I guess if I were confident, I could work anywhere. I think I would want to try somewhere to a, a different country, uh, just Me because. Too. Um, and you only get one of these lives. Might as well try a different culture. So, know? I think and it's 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 not great by any stretch, but I took 11 years of Spanish uh in in school between middle school all the way through college. So, I would try to go to a Spanish speaking country. I would probably go to Spain. Somewhere and maybe Yeah. You know, so I don't know whether that's like Madrid or Barcelona or I've been to Barcelona, it's the only place in Spain I've visited. Um San Sebastian has always really intrigued me. But those those are like places you want to go on vacation, not like Live, well, I so. don't know. A lot of expats are moving to Spain, and uh, particularly Portugal. Uh, Portugal. You ever been to Portugal? I have not it's been to Portugal. Portugal. With sports. I have been to Portugal. Uh, I've been to Lisbon, and Lisbon is. Um, I would live in Lisbon. Yeah. Lisbon is amazing. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, a lot of expats are going there. A lot of expats. You know, there's there's a lot of the countries around the world that are freeing up um, ways for Americans to swoop in with their money. Mm-hmm. 
You know, I they think, want uh, their money. Well, Portugal's supposed to be the best, like, crypto haven, even though is crypto's it? dead. Crypto's dead? What? Well, it's not dead, but... You uh, heard it here first. <laughs> Are you serious? You think it's dead? No, I don't think it's dead, but I think that obviously... It's down. It's, t- it's taken, like, a 70% hit over the last year or something like that. Yeah. I keep waiting for it. See, I know nothing about crypto, but I have some crypto. I keep waiting for it to just shoot up to... It will. A billion. Yeah, it's going to. Billionaire. Then we can move to Lisbon. Yep. All of us. Mm-hmm. Do our show from there. You know what's growing on me? I hate to say this. Mexico. It's growing on me. Okay. Because it's getting so... The weather, you know, we got to get south. We got to get way south. Mm-hmm. You know, my brother lives down in San Diego. And, uh, you know, like you're talking about the weather, 70 and sunny all the time. Well, now it's like raining and uh, snowing. And it's like, yeah, we got to keep going further south. Go down to Mexico, man. I could live there. Ooh. Cheaper. I, need, I somehow need to add Lake Tahoe to my list. That might have to replace oh, San Francisco. As one of your top three cities? Yeah. Really? Well, I, oh, I guess it, it is, it's probably my favorite place on the planet. Yeah. It's great there. Yeah, I've only been once, though. And it, it was wonderful. It's where my wife and I got married. Huh. Yeah. So is that where you conceived your little dude? No. No. He was, he was definitely conceived in COVID quarantine. Oh right! Yeah. I mean, we, that, that's when that all happened. So, uh, not a Tahoe. Not a baby. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, new season of this show starts in a couple of weeks, and uh, this bro, this host, couldn't be any more excited. We'll get a little TV talk in here. Uh, coming up next, here's Buck. If your day sounds like we need the report ASAP, you deserve Medella. If you've persevered through. You deserve this rich golden lager with a crisp but refreshing taste. Or if you overcame. Two more reps, two more. You deserve this ice cold reward. Modelo, the markable fighter. Drink responsibly, beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Hey, Blazers only down 17. Things are looking up. <laughs> Don't they only have a couple minutes left? Yeah. Well, <laughs> might run out of time, but hey. Cut the 23-point lead down to 17. If only they could have played 70 minutes tonight or something. <clears throat> Who does Atlanta... So they have Trey Young and uh, what's-his-nuts. They, they added DeJounte Murray over the oh. offseason, so that was kind of their big, yes. big move. And everyone thought it would kind of propel them... To the top of the Eastern Conference, and then that's why McMillan got turfed because they were basically five hundred. Yeah, the break. They, they're pretty decent, aren't they? I mean, they've got uh, uh what's his nuts Hunter. Yep, they've got. Uh, what else they got? They have John Collins, who has yeah, exactly, uh, who's long been rumored as like a Blazers target. <clears throat> yeah, uh, Clint Capella. Okay, yeah, Collins and Young hate each other, right? Isn't that the thing? Um, I think like that Trey Young's kind of a little bitch. Maybe that's oh, Trey Young is definitely a little bitch. Uh, yeah, he had he had maybe like the worst interaction I've like ever heard with a reporter earlier this year. It was really? so bad. It was he was basically asked why he didn't sh- like why he no showed for a game, and he's like, "Well, that's personal. That's between me and the team." They're like, "But we're covering the team, and you didn't show up." So like, it's he's like, "Well, I don't actually have to talk about that." And he just goes, he just kept huh. digging his hole. It was so bad. 
Interesting. He has baby hair. He has thinning, balding hair, and he refuses to let it go. I mean, if he, he, he's well, a doesn't guy... doesn't it look like a baby's head? It kind of you does, know? but it's like, I think it's because his hair's all wispy and, like, it's not going to stay very much longer. <clears throat> I don't know. All right, a little TV talk. Uh, there's a new season of, uh, and it's the final season, of Succession coming yeah. out. Yeah, exactly. That was exactly my reaction. Yeah. Dude, I think Succession might be my favorite show ever. Ever? Dude, it is so good. Dang. It is so good. It's an intense. From a production standpoint, it's one of the best shows I've ever seen. Like, they, they yeah. are, there are no wasted scenes. Every character seems important, well thought out. Every character is excellent. And there are so many of them. I and mean, they, they, they got, them all, they've but... got a deep bench. I mean, it's, they've yeah. got like 12 people who can really act. So it's on HBO, and it's, uh, it's basically about like the Murdoch family, you know, like the media mogul family fighting over the, the money. But, um, yeah, they, they don't have any, there's no sex in it, really. There's no, it, it's just all dialogue. Mm-hmm. It is all dialogue shot in basically the same places. It's really freaking good. Yeah. And I was uh, telling my wife last night, I do believe that might be my favorite show of all time with a, maybe a Peaky Blinders. Really? Number two. Okay. I loved Peaky Blinders. I got through... Finished strong, too. See, I got through like two or three seasons of it and didn't keep going with it. Why? I don't know. What is your problem? I I guess I felt like it was starting to be a little bit... Who Either are you? Monotonous or repetitive, like redundant. See, I thought I thought it kept going, kept growing, and I probably just need to give it another, you know, another shot in the saddle. But uh, interesting, yeah. I, I, I would love put, that show. I haven't thought of where I would place Succession compared. Well, to... Well, what's like, your favorite show? Like, if I said right now, you I put you on the spot. Yeah, if you put me on the spot, favorite show. It would it would be between The Wire and Breaking Bad. Okay, those are those are my two. Um, All right. All right. From a drama standpoint. I would imagine the shows you love says something about you. Mm-hmm. Have they studied this? Have we seen studies on this? I don't know if they have, but I would think it probably does. I bet it does. Can we just vote on the next president based, based on-, on what shows they like? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. Tells us something about their sensibilities, right? Well, our last president was on a TV show. He had his own. <laughs> yeah, what do you think his favorite? I mean, he's running again. You fight. You fight. What do you think is? Uh, what do you think he loves to watch besides Apprentice reruns Ooh. himself, um, which he probably masturbates to? Well, let's see. What I'm trying to. Do you think, think he likes Outback Jack? You think he's a Yellowstone guy? No. No. Oh God, no. No. Have you ever heard of Outback Jack? No, I don't know what Outback Jack is. <laughs> well, they they drop a bunch of hots into a. Uh, was it they? They drop a bunch of hots into like at a mansion. Okay. And they think they're in for like this lavish experience, and then they take them out to the outback and drop them off, and then they compete for like this former under underwear model guy is okay. out there. You know, Crocky, he's out in the. So it's know. like Naked and Afraid meets The Bachelor or something like that. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <clears throat> it's called Outback Jack. I okay. guess the guy's name's Jack. I don't know. Have you ever seen Naked and Afraid? That's an interesting show. My wife loves that show. I tell you, my wife. What is it with the with the ladies? They watch the same things over and over. Am I wrong about this? <clears throat> my wife is always on a naked and afraid type of scenario show, or the murder mystery shows, and she watches them over and over and over. She's always on true crime crap. I see with me and and my wife too. We listen to a lot of true crime stuff. Like listen to a lot of true crime podcasts, but. When it comes to watching, I think that 
my wife's vice is definitely more of the reality TV thing. Like I said, I'll get into the Love is Blind, but she'll do The Bachelor and she'll do one other. It's not a, not a bunch of them, but that's where she invests her time if she's going to be in the recliner, is on, okay. is on the reality side. But, but when that's... I think individually we both kind of watch trash TV, but together I think we watch the good stuff. Like, you know, we watch Breaking Bad and Better Call Saul together. We watch The Americans together. The Americans is an underrated show. Is that it? one's really good. I started that, didn't finish. I think that is one that gets a lot better as it goes, okay. and it was really worth it. All right. All right. So you've got Succession, Peaky Blinders. Yeah. If you're building like a Mount Rushmore, what else are you throwing uh, on there? You gotta, I got to put two more on there. Like, oh, what, what rounds out Isaac's TV taste? Oh, man. What do you do comedically? Um, I mean, that show does have some good comedy succession, but... Well, I thought, drama. I thought Arrested Development was genius. I loved Arrested Development. Absolutely genius. Um, I don't know that that would be on the Mount Rushmore. Well, it might be. That was really good. <laughs> that show is really good. I mean, if, if we're going Mount Rushmore, I got to go with the old Monty Python. Like, okay. I am such a fan of them. That, that stuff was so good. <laughs> Uh, I'm a big British humor guy. Okay. Big British humor guy. You watched Afterlife with Ricky Gervais yet? I have not watched Afterlife. Decent little show. Kind of depressing. Okay. But it's Gervais and he's very funny. Mm-hmm. The other one I watched, that uh, I mean, it was set in the U.S., but um, it's by Stephen Merchant who worked and wrote uh, the British The Office with Ricky Gervais, and it's called Hello Ladies on HBO. Okay. And it's about the basically the, the writer from The Office uh, is an awkward British student in L.A. who has trouble meeting women. It's, it's very funny. Can I throw Game of Thrones? I mean, I think Game of Thrones is up there. Yeah. Dude, that show was so good. Mm-hmm. And I hate to admit, I, I was the guy that was like, oh, dragon's stupid, bleh. Loved it. I was not. Loved it. Like, honestly, I've never considered myself a fantasy or sci-fi guy. Um... And then I ended up watching both The Walking Dead and Game of Thrones. And I'm like, well, those are pretty cool. Yeah, you know, I what stopped. About, on, I stopped on The Walking Dead. But what about Curb? Love Curb, dude. Curb's up there. Thing is, I had never watched Seinfeld until last year. What? Yeah, like Jeff I just, Russ is gonna murder you. Well, now I've watched it. You've watched all of it. I've watched all of it. Really? Yeah. I was never a huge Seinfeld guy. I think Curb is way better. Curb's Curb's hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Now, the other one I would put you on to, and if other people haven't checked it out, it would probably be a good time. Have you ever heard of Party Down? Like Party Down South? Not Party Down South. Just Party Down. It was was a stars show that only went two seasons and has just been rebooted after like a 15-year hiatus. Oh, really? It is about caterers in L.A. who are all hoping to to make it as L.A. people. They're all models. But they're all... But they're all hacks. They're all, they all suck at being Hollywood people. Like, uh, but it's the cast was great. It was a bunch of people before they blew up big. So it was like Adam Scott before Parks and Recreation. Wow. It was Jane Lynch before she got on Glee. Um, it was uh, it's got Lizzie Kaplan. It's got Martin Starr, who is uh, he, he's been in a handful of things. But they just rebooted uh, their third season on Stars, and it is okay. dark and hilarious, and about <clears throat> these people's miserable lives, catering parties for so people they, richer I, than them. I would imagine they all hump. Because yeah. they're all good looking and they all hump each other. Something well, but and they then all they, go they serve all the Richies get on each other's nerves because they're all after something different. So mm-hmm. like there are a lot of really good rivalries and love triangles, <laughs> and it's really good. What's it called again? You said Party Down. Party Down. It's the okay. name of the catering company. On in the stars. Show. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, we got to go. There's TV talk. John wraps it up next on the fan. All right. Well, the people want to know: Are you uh, playing catch? Again? Just got done. Yeah. Just got done. Yeah. Who who got? Well, this is 367. Who got 366? 
Um, it was actually really cool. I got invited about a week and a half ago. I got a random phone call, and it was one of the guys that founded the Friends of Baseball. I yeah. think you've done some Friends of Baseball yeah. stuff here in Portland. Keenan? Uh, no, Ben was his name. Yeah, so that's Keenan's son. Yeah, Ben. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good, okay. good dudes. Yeah, him and his dad. Yeah. yeah, him and his dad did it. So he he reached out and said that he had he had come across Catch 365 and thought it was amazing and um, wanted to know if I wanted to come to their big gala. I said, I've never been to a gala. I've been to an event, <laughs> um, but I don't know that I've ever been to a gala. Yeah. So they they invited me out last <laughs> night, and they said, hey, the guest speaker is Bob Kendrick, who's the president of the Negro League Museum. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you know anything about him, he's an unbelievable ambassador for the game. He's if you ever watch him talk on yeah, I've on seen him. the news or yeah, he's, he's unbelievable. He's a big guy in, fact, in Kansas City. They love him. Yeah, he's a, yeah, you would know, right? Yeah. Kansas City. Yeah. So he's the president. So when we went back uh, to Kansas City, I went to we went to the Negro League Museum, and I was hoping to play catch with them there because I thought it would be cool and it'd be something he would do. And he wasn't he wasn't there that day. We we were there on a Sunday afternoon. He wasn't in in the museum. So. I, they said, do you want to play catch with him? He'll, he's the guest speaker. I was like, yeah, that'd be amazing. So they set it all up, and I guess they had the news there to film it. And oh. they, they, Yeah, they were doing a thing. Like, they were making it part of their event. I just – that was awesome. And so cool. uh, couldn't have been a cooler guy, super cool. And um, it was funny. I told him that story, and I said, Bob, I just want you to know I'm going to spin it that uh, you, you felt so bad that you missed me in Kansas City. You flew all the way to Portland just <laughs> to play catch with me. And he kind of laughed and chuckled. And so, um, yeah, really, really cool event. They do a lot of good for a lot of kids and organizations in the, in the area. And it was kind of an honor to be there. And, um, and it was, it was a lot of fun. So that was 366. Who was, who was 367? Yeah, it was actually pretty cool. I, I, a guy reached out to me named Rick and I just got done playing catch with him and he, he kind of thanked me for, for playing. And I said, yeah, no problem. He said, no, no, no. He said, I, I was in the hospital. And I was pretty touch and go. And he said, while I was in the hospital, I would read your catch stories. And they made me feel better. Oh, wow. And he said, I, I set a goal to uh, make it out of the hospital and, and play catch with you. And he said, I wanted to be in the first 365. I just missed it by a couple of days. So he said, I really appreciate that you didn't stop. Dude. And Right? And I'm just like, gosh. like So if, if there was ever any doubt that I did the right thing by playing... I mean, that was Rick helped me realize that tonight. And he said uh, it would have been a shame for me to miss this by a couple of days just because it was a couple of days. And I said, yeah, you're right. And I'm, uh, so yeah. thank you to Rick for helping me realize that and uh, confirming my decision to just keep playing. And um, that was that was pretty cool for me tonight. What a god darn hero you are. And you know what? You <laughs> not, can't stop now. You can't stop. Well, like- and... You're forced. And that's the thing, right? I'm not going to make a, try to make a big deal about it, but you know, I like posting posting people's stories and that was a, that was a cool one for me. So, um, right. it would have been it would have been a shame to miss that just because it was some arbitrary number that didn't fall within right. 365. Right. Well, keep it rolling. We're rooting for you. We'll do. All right. Have a good we'll weekend. Do. Love you guys. All right. Love you too. Look at that. Um, all right, Big Souk is back on Monday. Our show will be part best of, part live, because we have an obligation here at the uh, studio. But uh, be here with us. Either way, won't you? 3 to 7 on the fan. Good night.
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 